The Sixers take down the Pistons and advance to 24-15 and 15 on the campaign, but with Joel Embiid likely to miss a fourth straight game tomorrow, it's time to question what is really going on. Perfect. What is going on, everyone? RB here. Welcome into Philly Take with RB. You know what to do. Hit that like button if you enjoy the show. Subscribe by hitting that red button down below and hit that bell so you do not miss any of the upcoming Sixers coverage. Today, we are back and the Sixers take down the Pistons. One of those odd timing 3 p.m. games the Eagles were on, and obviously it was a huge week in the NFL Nobody was really paying attention to this game, and I'm not going into detail to break it down. The Sixers take down a lousy Pistons team. Let's just call it what it is. They are lousy. They have a lot of nice young talent, but they are in the Wemby sweepstakes because the Pistons are just not performing up to par, right? Cade Cunningham injured, and it's just a wash of a season for them. The Sixers play them again tomorrow night, so it'll be interesting to see if the Sixers can rack up two easy wins here uh, but in terms of yesterday's game, not much to really look at. Tyrese Maxey getting back to form. You know, James Harden almost had a triple-double at halftime. It was just one of those games you throw into the pile of just any games during the season where you just go through the motions and try to get the win. But I do want to highlight a couple key performances because they just go back to saying what we have been echoing here on the show. Shout out to Lauren Rosen. For posting the stats on Twitter, the Sixers win 123-111. Obviously, Maxi 23 points, Harden 20-11-11. But who stepped up Montrez Harrell in the absence of Joel Embiid and P.J. Tucker, who were both out? Montrez Harrell gets the start, and what does he do with extended minutes? 20 points and 6 rebounds and a whole lot more racking up the stat sheet. And how about Paul Reed? Paul Reed hasn't gotten consistent minutes in how long? He's been in the dog cage, they're telling me. They're saying free Paul Reed. Well, Paul Reed finally got some minutes behind Montrez Harrell here. And what does he do? 16 points, 11 rebounds. Immediately makes an impact on the glass. We know that's what Paul Reed does. And the Sixers have struggled as a team in terms of rebounding this year. And they're almost dead last. And, you know, Paul Reed can absolutely help that situation. Two steals as well. And then lastly, Matisse Thibel. We just made a video a couple days ago. Check it out here on the channel about Matisse Thibel and the conundrum surrounding the Sixers. The question as to why Matisse Thibel will not play. Did you know Matisse Thibel going into this game yesterday when playing 20 or more minutes had the Sixers at 8-0? The Sixers were 8-0 when Matisse Thibel played 20 or more minutes. So you know how many minutes he played yesterday? 23 And what happened? The Sixers won. And oh, by the way, Thibel had six steals, six steals in 23 minutes. The guy can make a defensive spark. I know it's the Pistons, but come on. You need to utilize the weapons you have here. The Sixers have talent. You have to give them more of an opportunity to get in a consistent rhythm. And you see what they do when they get those opportunities. But the Sixers take down the Pistons, and hopefully they will be able to continue that success as they head into tomorrow. We'll be breaking that down live as we do every single game, so be sure to tune in here on the show. Now, I want to talk about Joel Embiid because there's something interesting going on. Now, Sixers fans know years of pain when it comes to injuries with this team. 
Okay, Sixers fans have been told day to day, and the guy ends up being out for an entire season. Sixers fans have been told questionable, the guy doesn't come back for four months, et cetera, et cetera. It's been painful. We know that. And right now, Joel Embiid is out. He has missed 11 games on the season with various things. I honestly don't think he's worried about the MVP anymore, which he shouldn't be. The goal, the objective is to get to the playoffs healthy. And I always think back to last year and how frustrated I am that he got injured at the end of a game where the Sixers had already had it wrapped up. He gets elbowed by Siakam and breaks the orbital bone. It's just frustrating that Joel Embiid has never had a fully healthy playoff run. And right now he's battling through some little things as he always does. He's always going to have something lingering as great as he is. It's just the reality of it. And it does suck sometimes, honestly. And we're going to talk about more uh, in terms of what the Sixers should do. But here's the play where Joel Embiid got hurt. This was against the New Orleans Pelicans. And he has now been out for three games. And according to sources, is likely to miss a fourth straight game tomorrow. Here was the play where Joel got hurt. So he went in, and they're saying it's left foot soreness. And that's where he was down grimacing. The Sixers ended up getting their revenge against the Pelicans. And Joel ended up getting up. He seemed to be okay. They went to a commercial break. He was limping around a little bit, grabbing. Did not look good. But he ended up staying in, and he was fine. And when they asked Joel Embiid the following game about whether he would be able to play, he said, if this was a high-intensity game or a game we needed to win, I would be able to play. But he said he's just going to sit out for now with soreness. And then they asked Doc Rivers multiple times. And after that game, going into the next game, Doc Rivers had a really, really weird answer because he essentially said the opposite. He said, I'm not worried. I'm not concerned, but there's no timetable for Joel Embiid's return. Now let's keep it honest. Okay. That answer makes absolutely no sense. It is a ridiculous answer. It is an answer to shed away the media, right? Like either you are concerned and there is no timetable or you are not concerned and there is a timetable to return. That answer does not make any sense. So that leads Sixers fans to be skeptical and wonder what is going on with Joel Embiid. And they continue to repeat that oh, there's nothing wrong. It's just soreness and, you know, we're keeping them out for precautionary reasons. And, and to me, that is fine. You know, when you look at the Sixers schedule coming up, which we will, um, but Doc Rivers continues to insist that nothing is wrong. And Doc Rivers was asked yesterday about Joel Embiid, and he says that he's progressing with a sore left foot and the Sixers are not concerned. Now, when we go to this article, Doc Rivers in an interview, this was from Keith Pompey with the Inquirer, uh, Keith was asking Doc Rivers about, you know, whether he feels bad for Joel Embiid with all the injuries racking up. And Doc said, not with this. This is not an injury where you're out for three months or anything like that. And Joe, fortunately, hasn't had a lot of that. So, no, not in this case. And he says he thinks it's tough on Joel Embiid and tough on the team. I don't know where he got three months from, but, you know, I, I just don't understand why it's so hard to come out and be open about an injury. Right. It's not like football where the other team is going to game plan the entire week and, you know, they need to really know whether he's in or out. Just tell us whether Joel is okay or not. And then Doc follows that up once again with another opposite. He says, The Sixers are not going to rush and bead back, nor are they concerned. They just want to make sure he's right. Well, if it wasn't that serious, what do you have to make sure about? You know, it, it's very interesting. They said Embiid worked out on Saturday and Sunday. 
at the practice facility. Will he play against the Pistons on Tuesday? And then Doc Rivers says, quote, I have no idea, honestly. I really don't, and I don't focus on it. I think you know that by now. Well, you're the coach, so you kind of have to focus on whether your star center is going to play and if he's going to be okay. So, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. We're being thrown back and forth every which way, and I just don't know you know, what to say at this point. Is Joel going to be okay? Is he healthy enough, and will he be all right? Now, I proposed this idea earlier in the season. I honestly think the Sixers should load, manage, and beat over the next month and a half. And call me crazy. I know that's not up to normal basketball standard, and I know that's not traditionally what teams should do. But you know what? Everyone does it in the NBA. The Sixers have never really tried a laid-out formula for resting and beat and resting guys like Harden leading up to the playoffs. And as a result, the Sixers have never had a healthy Joel Embiid in the playoffs. And when you look at the Sixers' schedule, it is very you know, heavy as you get down to the later part of the season, especially in February and March, it is going to be tough for the Sixers right now. They want to rack up wins, but you're playing teams that are at the bottom of the barrel. You're playing the teams that are already in the number one, number two pick sweepstakes that are already out of the mix. And when you look at the Sixers schedule, for example, look at this stretch in the middle of February, you have Cleveland, you have Memphis, you have Boston two against Miami, Dallas, Milwaukee, Indiana, Minnesota, even Portland's playing okay. So that's going to be a tough stretch all the way into March. And then look at the stretch to end the season. I really believe that this stretch will determine where the Sixers finish. I mean, it's going to be tough. You need your guys to be 100% going into the best shape, which is not always the case at the end of the year. Look at how the Sixers end the year off. Indiana, two against Chicago, Golden State, Phoenix, Denver, Dallas, Toronto, Milwaukee, Boston, Miami, Atlanta, and Brooklyn. That is one hell of a stretch. The Sixers are going to have to be in tip-top shape, ready to go as they enter the playoffs. This stretch right here could really make the difference from being a one seed, a two seed, all the way down to a seven or eight, honestly. And they're going to have to be, you know, in in high speed and just ready to rock. They're going to have to have everybody clicking at the right time, nobody on the sideline, nobody dealing with nagging issues ready to go for this final stretch because it is going to be a marathon for sure. And that's why when I look at the games coming up over the next couple of weeks, I'm not concerned at all. I'm more so concerned for the long-term health of Joel. Get him to the playoffs healthy. Just tell us, is he battling with a foot injury that's going to keep him out for a month? Is it going to be a game or two more? Like the Sixers need to get this chemistry together. Their starting lineup has only played nine games together. And that is concerning because As I always say here religiously, the regular season is mostly about creating your identity and being comfortable so that come playoff time when you're playing the same team multiple times, you know how to adjust, you know how to attack, and uh, we'll have to wait and see how it plays out. Hopefully, Joel is okay. What does Sixers Nation think? Let me know down below. Are they hiding a more severe injury? Is this more serious than what they are saying at the surface, or... Is it just another one of those Joel lingering injuries that will be resolved soon? Give me all your thoughts. Appreciate everyone tuning in. Be sure to like, comment, subscribe. And like always, I will catch you all in the next one. Peace.